welcome to another episode of This and That. I am your hostess, Christine Jobson, and I'm so very thankful that you have tuned in today. There's so much I want to say. There's so much I want to talk about, and I'm glad that you're with me for this episode. So things are going to start off a little bit heavy, and then hopefully things will be on the lighter side by the end of the episode. But I knew I would have to talk about Ahmad. Many of us by now have seen the very traumatic video where Mr. Ahmad Arbery is gunned down by two white men as he is jogging. And regardless to what you believe about this particular situation, we have all witnessed a very traumatic, a very, very traumatic occurrence. We watched a man who was jogging, simply jogging, something that you and I do from time to time if you like to exercise, jogging. And moments later, his life was over because the two people that saw him thought that he was a suspect for stealing, is that right, for stealing? So did he not have the right to live? And why did they assume that they had the authority to take a person's life? Why didn't they allow the police to do their job? So many questions go through my mind. And of course, I'm angry. Many of you are angry. And not just black people. There are people who are not black that are angry too. But I want to talk about the anger and the trauma that black people experience when things like this happen over and over again. And thanks to technology, we can, we can see it with our own eyes. There was a time before cell phones when we, we could kind of oscillate and say, well, we don't know what really happened. We weren't there. We don't know. But now we know. Cell phone footage is available to us all. And, and, and it looked like it could have been a movie, a scene out of a movie, but this is real life. And time after time, we have to watch each other being killed for senseless activities or harassed or being kicked out of places or, or having the police called on us, which is an act of violence in, it, in and of itself because we know how things tend to go when the police is called on a black person. And so this, this leaves residue on our emotional state of being. Our, our, our hearts feel this trauma. It is felt when, when we decide to do something simple, like go for a jog, and we have to think to ourselves, will I be safe? Am I in a community where someone will shoot me because they think I'm someone who did something wrong? Am I in a community 
that, that appreciates diversity? Do my neighbors know me well enough to know that I am not a threat? Is it safe for me to do something simple like put on my sneakers, go outside and jog? Is that okay? Can I live through that? Well, for Mr. Arbery, it was not okay, apparently, because he's no longer here. And what is more outrageous is the fact that it took so long for the culprits to be arrested. I mean, to add insult to injury, his family already has to mourn the loss of their 25-year-old son. But to not even see justice be served, it happens over and over again. And I've had enough. Haven't you had enough? I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And I'm also a little bit scared. Because the truth of the matter is, it could happen to me. It could have been me. It could have been my brother, my sister, my cousin, my friend, my neighbor, my, my colleague. It could have been any one of us. When does it end? Are we not human? Does blood not run through our veins like anybody else? And to add insult to that injury, they had, to, they had the nerve to, to bring up his past as if to somehow justify what happened to him. I don't care what he did. He had the right to live. He had the right to jog. He had the right. And it is just disgusting every time that these things happen, that we go digging up people's past in order to try to make it make sense. No, 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 no. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all for a young black man to go jogging and not make it back home. Let me tell you, it does not make sense. It is not fair, and I am sick of it. I thank you for listening, because although sometimes it feels like we don't have the power to prevent these things from happening, or I guess I should say that we, we often feel a little bit helpless because no matter what happens moving forward, he's already gone, you know? At least we can take the time to talk it through, to, to vent, to express ourselves. I had a friend tell me the other day that he was afraid to go and jog because of what happened. And he lives in a predominantly white neighborhood. I mean, that kind of trauma, we don't deserve it. We, we don't deserve it. All right. So, let's talk about something beautiful. On Saturday night, uh, I was able to witness the Jill Scott versus Erica Baidu challenge, I think we're calling it. But this didn't feel like a challenge. It felt like a circle of love, you know? It didn't seem like there was any competition there between Miss Jill Scott and Miss Erica Badu. 
It was wonderful. They talked, they shared, they played their music. And for a moment, I guess we could all forget about the trauma that we experience as black people on a day-to-day basis. And people from all over the world tuned in, including Forever First Lady Michelle Obama. That was truly a treat. So I'm thankful for moments like that, that uplift the soul rather than cause some type of depression. And speaking of depression, how are you doing? How do you feel? Social distancing rules require us to stay at home. And it appears to be working. It seems that the number of new cases is going down daily. And that's good news. But in the meantime, how are you feeling? Have you been feeling overwhelmed? Have you been feeling just fine? However you've been feeling, know that your feelings are valid. I would like to invite you during this time period where so many of us are forced to either work from home or not work at all, and others are forced to be on the front line, I would like to encourage us all to be kind to ourselves. I've seen a lot of memes and posts going around suggesting that this time period, this pandemic, should be the most productive time period because we're at home. But I think the reality is that for some people, this time period will be very productive, and for others, it won't. And I don't think it's fair for any of those sides to look down on the other side, if that makes any sense. So if this time period has been one where you have been super creative, and you've been able to bring some of your best ideas to life, congratulations. I'm really happy for you, believe me. I'm so happy that you've had time to write that book or to start that business or to create plans for something you want to launch in the future. I'm happy that you've had this time to reconnect with your family. Um, I'm just, I'm happy that you've had the time and the wherewithal to focus that energy in a positive direction. But if you have not been able to do that, if you have not been productive and and you've kind of been sitting at home watching everyone else create and watching everyone else succeed, quote unquote, and it seems that everyone is taking advantage of this time except for you, I just want to encourage you and let you know that it's all right. We are literally in the middle of a worldwide health crisis. Every time we turn on the news, we have to listen to them talking about the countless lives that have been lost. Except they're not countless because they tell us exactly how many people are dying every single day. And some of us have lost loved ones and friends and colleagues or friends of friends. And it is difficult to watch that kind of of trauma take place every single day and then somehow turn around and create and be productive and 
it's okay to use this time to reset, to rest, to reconnect. If, if what you've accomplished on a day-to-day basis is getting up, getting dressed, and having a meal, hats off to you because it takes a lot of courage to do that. If you've been able to spend more time with your children, if you've been able to uh, help out a, a neighbor or a loved one, if you've been able to take time to read a book or just do something that relaxes you, meditate, I'm happy for you. Because this time period is not just about productivity. It's not just about being a machine and, and creating and creating. If that's what's happened to you, if that is what has happened for you, I am happy about it. But if not, it's okay. It is okay. One of the items that has become absolutely necessary during the COVID-19 pandemic is a mask. You cannot enter restaurants or stores without one. I'm so excited to announce to you that I have masks available for sale. My masks are beautifully decorated with the Black Girls Sing Opera logo on the side, as well as my website, where you can get your mask. You can visit www.christinejobson.com to get your mask today. Let's talk about pivoting. So, a lot of businesses have realized that they absolutely must have an online presence. But this pandemic has taught us that without an online presence, you basically don't exist. So, whatever your business or job may be, how can you go about pivoting so that you take what you were doing before quarantine and make it into an opportunity that can be launched online? If you were a math tutor before the pandemic, you could offer your math tutoring services online, easy. If you are a church, we've seen this one for sure. Church services were largely attended in person, but a lot of people had already started watching those services online. Well, for those churches who did not have an online presence, they have learned to either stream their services on Facebook, Instagram, or some of them even use Zoom. They've learned to pivot. And this is something that we have to learn to do in life. Sometimes life presents us with what seems to be an obstacle. But if we could somehow take that obstacle and just pivot so that we can keep putting one foot in front of the other, I'm sure that we could find our way to success, to happiness, to peace, whatever that looks like for you. I want to encourage you today. There are so many things that are happening in this world. It seems like everything is moving at a million miles per hour. Take this time 
to rest, to reconnect with those that you love, to lend a helping hand, to practice proper social distancing, to do everything we can now to be safe, especially as certain states are opening up. Guys, be careful. Stay safe and stay connected to one another. And I'll see you on the next episode of This and That. I don't think you're ready for this.